In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the art of storytelling and the problem with uh, even saying storytelling is when you say to people that if they want to have better meetings or briefings or conferences, if they want to be able to stand up in front of a few people and really take them along with their vision, their mission, their ideas, their, uh, their motivating proposals for where they go next, if you say to those people, well, you know what you could consider is a little bit of storytelling. For many people, the whole idea just sounds like a nonsense. It's a little bit worrying, you know, storytelling, you want me to tell stories at work? Uh, Have you seen where I work? Have you seen my boss? We're expected to do 38 PowerPoint slides just to do a a 10-minute update. People have this inbuilt concern about storytelling. For many of us, perhaps, it sounds a little bit too whimsical. It sounds like what some people are, uh, I've met over the years would describe learning development as pink and fluffy. It's all very nice if you've got time to tell stories, but let's be honest, we're all busy. We're all trying to make a little bit more out of a little bit less and see what we can do. And therefore, the idea of somebody standing up and telling us stories just feels like it's not going to work. But what I have to tell you is that right back from some of the very earliest presentation courses that I've ever worked with people, and I'm going back about 20 years now, maybe slightly more, one of the strongest ways that I've identified that really good speakers just manage naturally and are able to weave throughout their sessions. One of the great ways they can do is to tell a story. Now, the very sound of that, tell a story, is, as I say, a little bit nerve-wracking for some people, so I'd qualify it slightly. Maybe you're going to use a song lyric, or maybe you're going to use a statistic or a fact or a figure. Perhaps you're going to tell a case study. Uh, And all of these are absolutely viable, good ways of getting into the idea of storytelling. But actually, The whole point of storytelling is that it allows you to achieve so much more in such a more compelling and interesting way than you could possibly do with what most people might recognise as a standard briefing or meeting. So let me just backtrack slightly. If you think about the way I've introduced this topic, I've been building the idea of a story of telling stories. I've referenced the nerves and the concern that some people have when you say say to them you've got to think about telling more stories. I've talked about some of the power and ability that you're able to get with storytelling and if you're still listening now my gentle polite subtle proposal might be that actually storytelling is working. I'm using storytelling to talk to you about storytelling and That's really what we're aiming to do. So my best way into this is whenever I talk about storytelling to to delegates, to clients, there's often a moment when at least half the room will say, well, I I don't do stories. I'm not very good at stories. Okay, fine, I get that. But think about you when you're normally you at your best. And I don't know whether that's with your friends, your family, um, whether that's at family meetings or in the pub or at social events on holiday. In all of those situations, you're telling stories all of the time. So you're recounting the time, for example, that your luggage got lost on a flight and everything that happened. And there's this big, long story and you have people hanging on your every word. You remember that, right? 
you talk to your neighbours about something that's going on, perhaps a particularly loud neighbour in the area and you're all gathering together and talking about it. Or you chat to a friend about uh, the match you watched last night or you catch up about some TV you watch and you're starting to talk about what happened and what you think might happen. Now, in all of these situations, what you're actually doing is telling stories. You're using all the elements that really make it compelling for us as humans to want to know a little bit more. And there's no greater difficulty to it than, than that. I mean, it can be as simple as that if you wish. Now, in a later podcast, what I might start to do is to dig down into actually what makes a story really, really work. But as a start, as an introductory to this idea, what I want you to start to consider is how could I bring to life by talking about something that's happened to, to, to me or to someone I know or has happened in a case study? Or a reference point that other people know. Because the moment you start to do that, you have access to a range of different abilities that you don't have when just reporting, this is what we want you to do, this is what we don't want you to do. If you're just going to talk about the team's performance this last week, that's going to be fairly black and white. You can talk about some numbers, you can talk about some statistics... You can talk about who did what. But when you get into how somebody helped a customer or how a client was really upset and then uh, your newest member of uh, the team was able to, to, to catch the problem before it became a major issue and then various emails were flying around, as you start to do that, you're painting the picture for people. And simply by, by virtue of telling a good story, if you think about it, your voice naturally tends to go into that place where you want to enhance what you're saying. And in the same way that I'm using my voice now to, to explain this idea to you, the same thing happens when you start to report what happens. Our newest member of staff did this. Oh, my goodness, the client was cross. Oh, the client was phoning up and we were getting emails and it's bing, 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 bing. The very telling of that story starts to create the reality for your audience. And of course, it allows you to take your audience on a bit of an emotional journey. Now, I come back to the point, why should you bother? Because this is work, right? Why do you need to bother with emotions? Well, the very fact is most of us, if not all of us, buy on emotion. We make our decisions on emotion. Key points to our life are decided on what feels right. Now, we might then go into a long, long-winded process to justify why we bought that expensive TV or why we signed a lease on that car or why we decided to go for that promotion, or why we decided to put ourselves through several weeks of hell before we actually get to stand up in front of all of our colleagues at the work conference. But actually, it's often a momentary emotion or a feeling that drives us to do something. So using story allows us to access those emotions. It also allows you, as the person telling the story, to use your voice, your face, your expression, your tone, your body language, whether you're just on a podcast like this, whether you're using the phone, whether you're using Skype, whether you're talking face-to-face -to, -face to people, one person or many. In all of these situations, all of those different parts of, uh, of you, your tone, your face, your expression, your language, they all naturally start to fit into the story, so you become far more compelling to listen to. Most of us have, at some point, lost the will to live, while some horrendously boring presentation has been literally forced down our throats and whether it's 10 minutes or five hours most of us have been in that situation at some point there's somebody at the front of the room 
they've got a bunch of slides. A quick glance to the lower right corner shows there's 397 still to go. We know the meeting isn't due to break up for another two hours, but we're really three hours over time, and so it goes on. And you listen to them, and the number of times you find yourself listening to somebody who appears to have one tone of voice, and they just plough through slide after slide after slide, and you feel your consciousness slipping away. But with a story, we have so much more that we can possibly do, even just by using those elements that naturally come to the fore when we're telling a story. Now, of course, you need to have something relevant to the topic you're talking about, otherwise you're telling a nice story. And you need to consider whether or not humour is appropriate for you, and frankly, can you manage humour? Not everybody can. You need to think about whether other emotion or shock or surprise or curiosity is all going to be relevant in your story. It probably is. And it allows you to get to that big payoff when you say, and that's what I want us to do this week. Or that's why I don't want us to do that this week. Or that is the difficulty that your business will face unless you buy our service. And so it goes on. In other words, you've got to make the link from the story to the real world to the key topic of the day, to whatever your key pitch is. But for now, that's all I want to talk about, this very gentle and basic introduction to storytelling. Just consider all of the ways in which you can start to bring an idea to life, in which you're able to help your audience through those different emotions to really get into the value of what you're telling them. And then, of course, making the link to the key part of the message of the day. That's it for now. Uh, Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Look forward to uh, catching up with you soon. Look forward to hearing your comments. Take it easy. Bye-bye.